When I record podcasts, I like to stay hydrated. Who knew talking could be so hard? My favourite drink to have to hand is Lifeline's Hydro OG. It's a tried and tested product for me. It helped me and my team complete a 24-hour podcast, giving us the edge that we needed to get over the finish line. So whether you're at the gym, on a bike ride, or just trying to get over that night before, Lifeline's Hydro OG has got your back. Each serving is stocked with all the healthy ingredients and vitamins you could ask for. There are a great range of flavours, and with each serving at only 18 calories, you really can't go wrong. Here at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast, we like to support local, independent companies and brands, and Lifelines is a product that I am proud to endorse. Go to lifelines.com. Now that's L-Y-F-E-L-I-N-E-Z.com to find out more. Now, without further ado, here is today's episode. Hello, guys, and welcome to Biscuit International. Um, I'm Alex Whiteley, and this is, of course, a show um, that we do a part of the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. But um, this is an opportunity for us to speak to our friends from anywhere in the world, okay? Because usually we speak to people in and around Shropshire. So this is a great opportunity to, for us to make new friends and catch up with some old ones, too. Today, we have a really fantastic guest. Um, again, supplied by the amazing TV guest, but uh, whose logo will appear in the corner there of the screen. So um, make sure you you check out the TV Guestbook website to find out the amazing people that they work with. Um, opening our minds to, to many subjects by many creative people from across America and around the world. Um, and today, today's guest is, is I'm really excited to speak to because um, I've been struggling an awful lot with my spirituality. This is something that I have... Um, I, I definitely um, has been increased by speaking to various guests over years. We'll get into that in a second. But I'm going to show you a little video to um, explain who our guest is today, and then we'll get into um, some really good discussion. So this is the intro to our guest's YouTube video. Take a look at this. My name is Christina Hill. And I am the channel for Athela. Athela is a blue ray being of light or an angel from Sirius B, whose mission is simple, to help humans think less, be more, to heal themselves, to manifest the life they want and deserve, and to ascend into light. I am the world's first channeler to present at the prestigious Carnegie Hall in New York City two years in a row. Athela has healed thousands of people. We are here to serve you in light, with reverence and compassion. And there we go. That was an amazing introduction because the music behind it, the feeling behind it as well. Um, and I feel like um, before we get into this, I don't want to get this wrong. Am I speaking to to Christina or Athela or both? How, how do I address question, this situation? Alex, thank you for this 
first of all, thank you for your presence. Before we got on here, we took a few moments to be present together. Absolutely, yeah. And that is, the meaning of all of this is to bring in, to call forth more presence in our living. Having that one pause, returning to a state of vertical presence or where we feel light is just flowing in, breathing in, breathing out, is absolutely what is saving the world. It's saving ourselves. So I appreciate that, firstly. And yes, to the introduction, you were speaking to both Christina and Othella at this moment. I'm doing a, a, tra a transfer of channeling, which is called bilocating. So that means that while I'm speaking with you, I can hear Othella, I can see Othella and some of our Blue Ray Syrian tribes. We've got the whole tribe here to be in on this interview and to make it more purposeful, meaningful, get you know these beautiful skills that are given by Syrians, give them over to you. And so I have some great masters here along for the ride today. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And to, to uh, talk about the, the 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 current situation with me at the moment and how this can kind of sort of into 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 we uh, to fit in with today's interview. Um, it's only since I've been doing the shoes of biscuit for around four years now, over four hundred episodes. We also did a lot of um, discussions with people from across the seas with USUK US UK, um, a podcast we used to do. I've learned an awful awful lot about spirituality, the mind, breathing being in the present and being in the moment and taking a bit of time to grab a bit of composure and to think and to be part of whatever you are doing at the time. We've spoken to some great people with TV guests, but um, Christy Whitman was an amazing guest I spoke to who, 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 you know, we talked a lot about channeling and I learned an awful lot. And I didn't go into this with a closed mind. I've always been an open-minded person, but I've got to say, I definitely came out of that being more understanding of this um, than, than I did. Um, Kevin Bailey, an amazing life coach who's transformed people's lives, who gave me some amazing advice. Um, and also um, uh, over here in the UK, we've spoken to, to coaches of many different styles. Um, we've spoken to Stephen Marshall coaching just a few, a few days ago um, where he talks about how he will shout at people, make sure they're going in the right direction. But that's, that's for those people that really want that. You know, he can kind of guide you because he's been there and he's done it. I've also spoke to to um, to a Alex um, McCarthy as well, who is an amazing life coach because she's brilliant at helping people. When it comes to guidance, it comes in many different forms, doesn't it? It could come from a guy under the bridge, you know, with living in boxes. That's where I used to meet, you know. And yeah. actually, I met some really spiritual people on the way to Carnegie Hall, which I presented with Deepak Chopra, Michelle Pascal, who did our documentary and other films that I've done for Gaia. Uh, Michael Beckwith, a dear friend of mine, and is also presented me with an award for our documentary. On the way to go meet all those people at Carnegie Hall, I stopped in at a Starbucks and had a, a very powerful, profound encounter with someone who's homeless. Yeah. You know, I didn't put a label on it at all because I've been there vibrationally and I've also been what people would claim is at the top vibrationally. And so it doesn't matter. It could come in the form of a llama, you know, <laughs> it really can. And, you know, sp spending this time speaking to people from all around the world has been as truly a an amazing experience for myself. Um, yes. It did teach me a lot about spirituality and about the mind and how the mind works. 
Peter Bedard is another one that I spoke to a TV guest, but who um, holistically healed himself after after you know going through um, a yeah. life altering accident. Um, and speaking to these people has made me realise that there there are ways that you can guide yourself through breathing and slowing down and believing in yourself. Yeah, ultimately, you know, um, there are there are certain things that I have done over the last few years because I suffer from social anxiety. I always talk about it on the show. But there are certain things I have to do to sort of relax whitely. We can survive this. We can get through this. Cold showers, breathing. Um, what we just did there before the podcast, breathing and being in the present, it's actually really, really helpful. I love it. <laughs> yes. Well, and I also recommend, Othello, I hear you right now. Thank you for chiming in. First of all, I've been a mentor for Christy Whitman for the past four years. And She's I've wonderful. done a lot, really a lot of amazing things with Christy Whitman. And we have spearheaded what is now called channeling. Channeling is, is now ultra ascension. It's mega ascension. And, and yet everyone channels. Everyone has a capacity to develop it. It's, it's by far a, a leading edge skill and something that I would recommend is you channel your highest self understands now that you're ready to present at any moment under any cer social circumstance. You're ready to, to be fully in presence, showing up as is and breathing and conscious without giving any more attention energy to, to the actual fear or the energy of anxiety, right? Yeah. So you yeah. can show up then just very pleasantly present as you are. And, you know, light will give you that opportunity to relax before a show, before an engagement with a friend, before going out to have a coffee with a friend. Light will give you that opportunity because you have asked for it, mm. you know. So just as mm. you and I met and I said, wait, let's let's begin with presence now. Then light will just continue to offer those. So that's what people I think also need to know right from the beginning is right as soon as you say, I put up the intention I am intentionalizing that I now am relaxed. I can be myself in any social situation. And I'm going to spread that energy out. As soon as you start that, like a bullet train, light starts taking off and comes and meets you and provides opportunities that the mind probably won't understand this, but I know the spirit does. So that we can relax and we can, you know, what we are talking about today is moving beyond fear demia which is the virus of fear. And so mm. this is this is the premise of this, is to ask for assistance from light. And, yes. and light will provide. Light's the one thing that is unfailing, unabandoning, always, evermore, eternal. And isn't that, yeah. isn't that how we should, we should normalize that though? You know, I mean, in everyday situations, when you're about to go on the, on the, on the tube in London, breathe, be in the present, go nail it, go before a board meeting. Everybody stand up and then breathe, be in the, get everybody involved. And then I feel like everybody's a little bit more composed. You know, yes. everybody's ready to, to, to start the day in whatever capacity they need to. So today, uh, you know, I have to talk about today is my breathing technique for the shower. Did that this morning because I went to school today and spoke to school children, which is fine. It's my, it's my son's school. It's fine. You know, I absolutely, but like there's so much red tape and so many wrong things you can say to school kids unintentionally. And it was kind of like on my mind. So before I got started my day, nice cold shower, breathe through it. Because I knew as soon as I got to the school, it's going to be 90 miles an hour. I'm going to have a million microphones. They're still on my bed there. I've not finished unpacking yet. 
and I knew I'd just be whisked in to, to, to do this thing. So I took that moment in the morning to sort of reflect and breathe through it. You know, it really does help. Um, well, perched, on, uh, perched in presence, I would add to this, if I may. Of course, Alex, please do. We, we have um, Syrians in Syrianship. We have what a practice that is called hovering or being perched in presence. Perked presence is the new accolade. It's the new higher echelon of ultra ascension. What that means is basically we, we are like a bird perched in a tree. We are like a hummingbird that rests in the tree. We can perch and be present. And from like looking down below, we can kind of see that anxiety or whatever it is that might be arising. So as we're breathing or hanging out in the now, we can feel as though we are a bird, birdie perched on a tree, a tree branch. And we're just kind of like looking down at whatever feelings or emotions or stories or pasts or labels or judgments or you know, we, we get in there and we, we see from up above all this activities going on. But here we are, just a birdie perched on a branch. And that kind of hovering allows us to hover above our mind. Yeah. So we got some hoverability already. And I can hear Athela kind of nodding and saying, yes, that's that's very good. I'm only allowed to say approved things with <laughs> whilst <laughs> on these interviews. So, so yeah, I, I, I definitely understand what you mean, though, is we, okay, so we're arising in the morning and we know we got things set in our day, things that are going to happen. So, Othella, through the training that I receive in the sanctuary, which is like a monastery, I live off the grid and I'm in training every day, is to really awaken to present moment, keeping it in the now, returning which... to the now. That really fascinated me, finding out about that about you, that you completely live off the grid, using electronics only when you really have to, and um, staying away from, I guess, the mumbo-jumbo of life, you know? that that That's really quite intriguing, actually. The, the, the third dimension, the, 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 like the third dimension, because Othello calls it an arcade room, right? It's like the bowling alley, arcade room. And it's fun to play in the, in the forms. You know, we don't reject the forms. And I've had several uh, people ask me, they say, does that mean you just don't go out? Or that doesn't mean that means that you don't participate in the world. Far from it. Actually, I have service that I go to healing facilities for children, for adults. Johns Hopkins is one of them where we service and we walk right in there, face free, breathing free, holding light. Stamping it down that we are in the present moment and presence burns up all this fear, damia ideas. And, and when we are in the 3D, we see it that way. This is a hologram. It's like jello. You know, we can bend and shape the forms. And we're shaping it according to whatever's going on up here, whatever we're emotioning, believing, whatever we are out picturing is shaping all of this. So an understanding of that comes with a lot of meditation. You know, yes, sure. and from living in a box, you know, I lived under under bridges and boxes and things for a long time. And Othella said, while I was meeting Othella, there was rigorous training about moving past the thoughts, moving past what's beyond these thoughts, what's beyond the emotioning that I'm feeling right now. I had to face all that and be and be actually be in a state of continuous confronting of my circumstances. So to move beyond that and, and much, much more, I'm just kind of paraphrasing here, 
to move beyond the stories of our lives and to be able to move in the 3D is just to see, yes, the 3D is an arcade room of which we can participate. Of course we can participate, but when we get up in the morning, we know we have these things going on. Okay. I'm aware of that. And I hover like a bee. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned a hummingbird earlier and I'm, I'm getting a feeling of good vibrations, vibrations, yeah. vibrate through life positively. Um, <laughs> because um, that's kind of, it's kind of a nice thought, isn't it? To be able to just, do that and you i love um your story you know that you 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 live in quite an oppressive lifestyle in a, in a dire situation for yourself and you found strength when you found belief and i feel like that's something that a lot of people think about whether you want to whether you want to believe that about yourself or not i'm sure that's what you think about a lot of people is finding yeah. that strength to get yourself out of that rut mm hmm, hmm. You know, I, the stories is what land us there. I have to say, if when you're really ready to perch in presence or to hover like a hummingbird or to hover like a bee, and you really want to hover, you want to learn this thing about hovering above your mind. First of all, it means the end of suffering. I mean, you're, you're going to stop suffering because you're not living those stories. Mm. The stories, when they're not being lived continuously, they atrophy. You've unplugged them. So all that is left, when we don't live in storyland, then all that's left is presence and light. And so, again, going back to your example, wake up in the day and, or wake up in the morning, wake up in the middle of the night even, and we notice that our agenda is full and we have something coming up where we're like, oh, that hasn't happened yet. You're still arising. You're in the moment. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a very... That's a very direct, powerful way of saying there is a hovering vibration that we can be in if we just simply curve tail over to here and now, take a breath. Those things haven't happened yet. Here I am, right here, right now. I do believe also I had a, a phenomenal experience with the training with Afela, and I had spiritual mentorship arrive within a three-year period. I was already at Carnegie Hall. I was absolutely, though, I was totally, uh, everything had been taken away from me. I mean, I was absolutely, totally in bondage in my mind. And I had to come to the very, very end of that rope and realize that I had created my own suffering. I had created the situations of addiction and kidnapping and violence and rape and, you know, all of these things. I created that out of a cycle that I unconsciously never knew existed until I became aware that the stories, the thoughts, the old programs of ancestors, the things that I had brought forth from, from my adoption and from the abuse from other families, you know, I had to like really, really become very conscious and still to be able to see that. And honestly, presence is where it's at. The, the, the practice of presence will burn up any story I mean, I'm a huge proponent of this. This is this is like the end of, of trauma as we know it is standing powerfully in presence. I mean, the body may shake for a while. We still may have those attacks or episodes, but it can't last. It, it cannot last in the light of presence. And I've, t I've tested this. I, I have, for anyone who wants to know more, go to our website, you know, look deeply into 
the story of Chris. And you'll see um, presence triumphs over all. It's very, I love it. I love positivity. And, you know, I feel like I, I mentioned to you that I've been struggling a lot lately with my spirituality. And I think it's because, because I'm so busy. I'm just, I don't give myself time, you know. Yeah. Um, I was chatting today about my, my schedule. In fact, I'm trying to fit things into a schedule that just, it, it's just ridiculous at the moment. I'm, people are like, uh, can you, can you fit me in for a Saturday? And then I'm kind of like, no, <laughs> I'm struggling to breathe on a Saturday. Um, so, but, um, and I've, I've come to a point where I've had to draw a line in the sand and be like, no, after this date here, I'm actually taking a break until New Year because mm -hmm. I've, I've worked myself. And I feel like trying to find time to not necessarily feel positive, but to, like you said, live in the present. All these things that you're talking about, they sound to me like a almost like a distant dream, almost like something that I agree to be able to access at the moment. And I yes, guess... I love how the mind does this too, right? Right as you're t speaking of this, I agree with you completely, Alex. I hope it's okay if I if I jump right mm -hmm. in. The energy of what you just spoke about, let's need to take a break so that I can bring my attention back to the now. I need to, you know, that's a that's a mind trap. Again, this is all mind stuff. Notice what happens when the mind goes into, I don't have any room in my schedule. This is da, 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 da. the energy of that is to be, seen observed from your presence and you can do that right now i love this about the now it's immediately available in the now <laughs> that's a you know? that's a that's a great notion like, i love that <laughs> right so if you ever feel the overwhelm this is <laughs> this is like the overwhelm overwhelm coming in you know then we're gonna just see that overwhelm from our i am presence state because that Mind stuff doesn't have anything to do with you. You are vast above and beyond the mind and even the schedule, the thoughts, and, and the emotions. So again, I would encourage, if you can today, go and be with a hummingbird or a bee or, or see that on the internet. See that image and hear those frequencies. The bees have got it really, really good. You can hear that sound. They have lots of work to do. Bees are hugely busy all the time from start to finish, from their transition point to their enter point. They are absolutely intelligence on crack. You know, they're really stellar, yet they're not clinging to ideas about challenges about the day's, you know, agenda. There's they just go to it. They're exactly. Yeah. You know, and so this would save you. This is how I talked to talk, Dalai Lama and Michel Pascal, who did uh, Dalai Lama's, some of his books. We had meetings together. And this is how Dalai Lama sits with hundreds upon thousands of people, like literally daily. And he's always got energy for everyone because he doesn't have those ideas in the head, right? He's not stationed in the head. He's hovering above his head. He's observant of thought. He can watch thought. But we're not getting inside of those thoughts that are going to hold us back. And actually, it saves a whole lot of human time. So if you're more present than inside of these thoughts, then you just released all that energy. And here you are. You're such a positive soul. I love this. very much. We need you in the, in the world of today. We really do. Yeah. Because it's... There's a lot of garbage going on out there at the moment. There's lots of uh, lots of noise. <laughs> uh, the world is healing. The world, we're moving up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
you've mentioned Othella, and we can see the name there on the screen. Um, but for my listeners, can you explain to, to them what exactly Othella is, please? Thank you again for the presence in your words. Thank you. It's, it's noted. Othella is a blue-ray plasmatic being that is from Sirius B. Sirius B was once a star cluster and has transformed into a satellite. The satellite now is available on planet Earth because frankly, Othello says, Syrians believe that humans have outdone themselves <laughs> and we need I agree. Ambul ambulatory assistance is what Othello calls it. <laughs> <laughs> and so Othello is a Blu-ray being Maybe you can hear Othella. Maybe you can uh, sense Othella's presence even right now as Christina is talking. Uh, it's a vibration that you feel. And Othella and Syrians are not mind-based. In other words, we don't need thought to encourage or to depend upon your understanding of it. You just need to feel. There's no belief involved. It's a Blu-ray energy that you can feel. And that is Othella. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I do agree with um, with what we were just saying about you know the world is a, is, is noisy at the moment. And you, I like that you said it's healing because at the moment, you know, from wherever you look, whether it's from you know us in the UK looking at America and going, "Oh my God, it's a mess there," or America looking at us going, "Oh my God, it's a mess in the UK," or wherever it is, there seems to be a lot of negativity at the moment. Negativity at the moment. Now, what I've been learning to do is, you know, look at this current situation with, for example, the World Cup. You know, there's been a lot of talk about um, the the anti-LGBTQ plus um, representation in, in Qatar and how it shouldn't be held there. But I look at the noise that people are making about this situation. I'm thinking that is a good thing. There are plenty of people speaking up for the problem. That makes me realize there's actually a lot of support for... Um, those situations everywhere else in the world so a negative i'm taking and i'm kind of flipping it to be positive you know mm -hmm. and so yeah it's, it's a lot of ways you can look at little perspectives you can look at life right mm. anytime there's suffering it's an opportunity for you to step into presence presence is you anyway it's every being yeah the, the um, suffering the suffering though is a as, as I understand from Othello, it's a collective vibration that wants itself to continue because it's it's racy mind-based. So when we eject from mind, then we are hovering higher than mind. Then we can activate other sources of higher vibration like the heart center. So whenever I see um, anything less than light, and you'll notice my language is, is worded differently. That's called light speak. So whenever I see something as less than light going on, uh, I will stand in presence and I will be just sheer presence, breathing in, breathing out, and noticing what is arising. Mm. At that stage, light can then go and, and, and do its thing, you know. Um, I don't outpicture or project any more onto that suffering because that's participating more in the suffering. So we do a little flippy do. Once presence is inside of, of you, you know, you built it up enough and that you feel really strong in it, then you'll be able to kind of kind of distance yourself from that which you are perceiving as less than light. 
and the distancing is is very helpful to see that mm. the uh, the mind, as Othello says, the mind has gone wild. The human mind has gone wild. Yeah, that's that's uh, an understatement. I think <laughs> the human mind has definitely gone wild. <laughs> yeah, whether it's whether it, oh yeah, there's 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 so many facets of uh, society we can go into there. How how long have you got? I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, may I ask uh, when you're channeling Othello? Um, yes. Christina, does it make you tired to do this? What happens to your body, body physically after channeling a therapist? I say for, I know, because I know you do retreats, you do three month retreats, and I guess there's a lot of, lot of long conversations through a fella, through people. I mean, how does it affect you? I feel elated. I mean, really, I feel more energized uh, afterwards. Nice. And I have a, a really lovely lobby that I hang out in. It's kind of like a VIP room. Um, my body essentially goes into Syrian ship, which is guarded and guided by Syrians. So the whole tribe there is conducting, like making sure all circuits are firing at all ends and that I'm, you know, my bladder, my kidneys, my heart and the internal um, systems are functioning optimally and that they're in a restful, peaceful state, a channeling state. If, if there's anything, any leakage going on in channeling, this is something for advanced channeling. For those that are interested in learning about channeling at an advanced mm -hmm. level, you'll notice that during all of my sittings or in any of my videos, you'll notice that Othella prevents any kind of sneezing, coughing, or any anything like this because it's a very controlled atmosphere when channeling. There's no leakage of the mind energy or any personality that comes into the channeling. And so it's, it's a very pure, like a diamond. It's a very pure light. So does that mean after channeling you have like five sneezes and you've got to catch up because you're, <laughs> I can just no, imagine, well, you haven't let me sneeze for like an hour, Othella. Thanks for this. Well, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> We're saving them up. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Actually it's a, re it's a release that is done at the 12th dimension. If you want to know the truth about it, it gets done there. So I, I got a great sweepers and keepers that keep keep this. I'm an athlete also, and all the athleticism and spiritual training that I do is based on that, keeping the body firm, strong, and I would call it extreme training, kind of like SEALs, Navy training, um, Syrian style. So I'm well prepared for what Othella has in store for me. And this is a something, though, I want to – oh, yes – I was going to say, as strong in the mind as you are in, in, in real life, I mean, in physically. I think that's, that's right. Yeah, it's got to all match. It's got to be congruent. Yeah. So I also signed up for this. You know, I as a spiritual world leader, as a world channeler, you know, um, the interviews that we go on, the movies that we've done, the films, um, yes. and the service that we provide, it's a real healing service. So it's got to be that the bar is set quite high, extraordinarily high for me to be um, not only in shape, but also that there is an open conduity of channeling that allows the light to flow in and out freely, making adjustments as we go. And then the countering uh, of any unconsciousness is also available so that if someone needs it, that we cancel out those energetic lines while still preserving all of this. So it's it's a fantastic uh, setup that Othello has. <laughs> it sounds wonderful. It really does. It sounds um, like the perfect symbiotic relationship, um, which is yes. uh, wonderful. Um, how many how many sort of followers and supporters um, do, do do you have 
through the power of a fellow? So followers, I'm not on the internet. That would be something that you'd have to ask my team. Uh, mm -hmm. I do have quite a few human and non-human, meaning hybrid, or those that are evolving their own and their ascension clients. And as you mentioned, I also offer retreats. And I do also have um, VIP celebrity clients. That's kind of one of our specialties that we help behind the scenes, like silent angeling, so that um, they're able to easily connect with their guides, their creativity flow channels are all open, they feel supported, and they're into mega manifestation. But overall, the, the, the following is, Alex, it's more about the, um, the desire for presence in, in their life. And I those that are called to it, they'll find Othella through the, the, the strangest of ways, but they'll find Othella. And so for those select few, we have an application process that they come through. I guess uh, through um, any sort of schedule you put together for retreats or through um, coaching programs and things, I guess if they turn up, you know the following's there. So you don't really, ignorance can be bliss in that sort of sense, right? Yeah, um. totally. <laughs> I actually have never done any, you know, all of our films and even at Carnegie Hall, uh, Othello told me, you go on stage and you just beat. You stand there and you channel. There's no yeah. rehearsal. And we didn't do a rehearsal either time that we went. So there's no for that. And also to keep my head uh, out of that stuff, uh, I just do as Othella asks. We've never had any kind of marketing plan at all. But those that do feel the neon blue, right, electric light, and they feel this message and they, they, they resonate to it, mm. then they will seek it out. And that's why we're here. You mentioned um, at the beginning of this podcast about how people can, everybody can channel, right? And, I, you know, that's, that's fantastic. And I've been thinking about, as we we're talking about, those moments in life where something inside you takes over. I think we've all been in those situations where we've kind of, kind of like really excelled at something or maybe been, maybe you've done a, a workshop and you've like absolutely nailed it. I know for a fact I've done podcasts where I've, I've stopped recording and I've gone, <laughs> what happened? How did I pull that out of the bag? You know, there have been situations where I've made something or I've done something and I've gone, that what as if something's taken over and something like, out-of-body experiences or whatever you know some, somebody else has been like doing this for me and at such a, a stellar level i'm kind of like what is that um <laughs> that's do you it. experience that yes <laughs> i mean you describe it that's great how you describe it there mm. it's got got even a like um it's an outer worldly non-mind based experience so it's, you know uh, the difference because it's there's there's a kind of fluidity a liquid light a childlike wonder even there could be a very relaxed ah, mm. where did that come from? they just flying right out you know and you know or as you just said you sense that where did that come from those are signs of channeling and it happens spontaneously yeah. a lot of times we're not aware of it but light is calling us forth uh, we're channeling and then hence we're on this interview you know we're talking about it now mm. so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to be too. Um, there, I mean, there, there have been a few times I seem to deal better under under pressure. You know, if mm -hmm. um, you know, well, so so for example, there's been a couple of people. Brian Graydon we interviewed a couple of years ago. Um, he ran 
ran NTV for 13 years. He was the mm -hmm. co-creator of South Park with nearly 100 million. Um, me and my co-host Tom Bruno, who's in Vermont, we were like, oh my, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of pressure. It's like we don't want to make the wrong question or you don't say anything bad. And we absolutely knocked that out of the park. I don't know how we did it. So there was that one. And then there was Carol Baskin we interviewed last year from Tiger King. And we made the conscious choice to not really talk about Tiger King. We want to talk about conservation. And that's probably one of the best interviews we ever did. And this, again, these are these are situations where normally wow. a lot of people would have been like, uh, but we nailed it. <laughs> Do you feel like there are times when we need that sort of positivity and we can ask for it and get it? Absolutely. You've just spoken two instances where the mind wasn't permitted to go into that place of, oh my gosh, this is the individual we're interviewing. I mean, that's that changes the whole energy right there. So eliminate this. Don't give it any attention or energy. And for every guest you know that comes on like this, be very present. And that allows the channeling to come forth. I am absolutely positive with that. I know you agree with me that you have beings of light that are divinely stepping forth, microphoned beings of light. And you'll notice my vocal cords, they can change. And as we go to talk to Othella here, they'll change again to use different veins of energy to be able to speak through you to arrive at points or to allow the fluidity to really flow. And then there are no like interferences. We just remove all that. Mm. And all that is permitted to flow is just a gush of, of light. And as you like, say, nail it. Just like yeah. jazz. So like memorize <laughs> that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Um, I don't want to be. I don't want to be negative. So I, I, I don't want to. Um, if you if you take this the wrong way, I don't. But do you and Athela ever fall out? Do you ever disagree on things? I know it's positive light, but is there anything that you kind of like? Really? You you does that ever happen? <laughs> you know, no, not anymore. I don't question it at all no. because I've seen Athela. Uh, I was on an interview recently that was directed about the telepathy and, and moving things, telekinesis. And I've seen Othella move things. I've seen Othella instant healings in in some of our live public events in Hawaii, for example, and across the world in Antarctica. We went. Even the fact that I rose up from the ashes, from nothingness, and everyone told me my whole life that I'd just be nothing but garbage. How wrong were they? Hey, <laughs> you know, without the without the ego, it's not ego. It's just simply a fact. Here I am. I'm speaking to you. And I've seen what Othella is, so I don't question it. And, and you know, sometimes I do go, why? But then I yeah. learn later on what the why is. And, and then I've also learned that the personality is curious. It's like a little hamster. Yeah. You know, I find myself sometimes. Yes, fascinated be, um, to know. But, yeah. I, I get lost in art sometimes and, and um, a lot of the graphic design you see here on the screen, all this sort of stuff I've made. And I will like, I'll spend like, I don't know. I'll, I'll be um, vectoring some piece of artwork and I'll spend three and a half hours on it. I'm like, Why are you doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just want to, you know, sometimes I just do things because, because I want to. And at the end of it, I might be like, no, that was terrible. Delete. <laughs> 
why do we do these things? Uh, you know, you, you're saying you just don't uh, don't say no, or you you, you um, just accept it for what it is. Sometimes we have to do that, right? And I think sometimes you get positive results. Sometimes you don't. I don't know. Got to roll the yeah. dice, haven't you? I really, I really try to stay out of the thinking and more in being. Yes. So I don't, I don't do this ping pong thing. For anyone that's listening to this and wishes to step out of this ping pong between presence and mind, I really do encourage you to come to Athela.org because that's mm -hmm. some, if it's if anything that I've learned from Athela and Syrians is that it's not needed, all this thinking. It's not necessary. It's a, it's a nice concept, especially with today's. Is there, is there anything like, because, I mean, 2015, right? This is, you've, you've been uh, paired with Athela. Yes. Um, the world's changed an awful lot since then. Mm -hmm. Awful lot. Um, is yeah. is there is there more? Um, has the world affected the amount of people that you've helped in a way that, or environmentally, people have felt they needed that bit of guidance a little bit more, maybe? By the thousands, yes. Mm. And I've also seen that as the world is changing beautifully, beautifully, people are leaving the bondage of mind. They don't want to do it anymore. They don't want to be slaves to their mind. They want to be free, no matter what. And like freedom being the top, top priority, they want to walk into establishments without their face covered. They want to feel that they trust in light so much that light's going to guide them to whatever is needed. And they also believe deeply that presence is not a thought. It doesn't come from thought. Presence is beingness, like the bees. Mm. So, so with that, I, I say that with so much passion because I've seen how the world is grafting higher consciousness. We're doing it together. We're being it together. I can even speak light speak to you. We can share this light speak and you understand yes. it. I understand it. And we can share it with... So I, I really, I feel and see that the world is healing. I, I choose only to interact and engage. And I just, I so appreciate this interview that it's committed to positivity because that is the energy that heals the world. <laughs> that is the energy that heals the Always. world. <laughs> yes. You know, I've had people come to me and said, um, the people I've mentioned before, only a couple of people, but it has happened. Like, oh, but you got to talk about the real problems in the world. You got to talk about realness. I'm like, do I, do I, or do people need a break from the the, yes. the mental trauma people go through every day while watching the news or reading the newspaper or even scrolling on Facebook or social media? It's just it's just fire and turmoil out there at the moment. Yeah. Sometimes you can it's choose, nice, right? I mean, absolutely. You know, and and really, the I agree with you completely. Is that what is needed is your attention on violence on you know the, the negativity is that energy helping yeah by participating in it or could we go in the opposite direction for example Othella calls all these places that people go for healing healing facilities because when you walk in you go to be healed and yeah. then you come out you're healed we, we go walk into these places all the time because we hold the vibration of health. And then we don't talk about anything that's less than health. So there is, there is a regrafting here. I completely agree with you. There is a way to present the events of what is going on 
or to present to talk about what is going on and also at the same time hold high consciousness hold high consciousness be aware this is going on and to choose to choose peace and presence in that moment hmm. to, to hold all beings in light rather than go down in the mind we plummet into the mind right the vibration goes down and you know when we're rooted in the mind or when we're stationed in the mind that is not safe territory that's not safe territory no. so we have to but, we have to find a higher station right to to perch in mm. yes and for somebody that may be watching this um again not to be not to be negative again i'm trying to be positive as i can um that may be looking at this and going oh whatever you know because i'm sure there are lots of people out there are there like tr um, sort of um something that you can do a test or uh, something that you can do to maybe maybe encourage someone to go and try this do and see if you can access these energies yourself and maybe see if uh, if there's any positive outcomes from it hmm. a fellow let's ask the boss The voice you hear is the voice of Othala. It starts with an A, it ends with an A, and that is the activation. Nabu Aliyah. And love. Love is the answer to your question. One droplet of beingness can clear out a full day's worth of a heavy laden mind. So if you are feeling like you'd like to test this out, Othello recommends that you spend one minute, even half of a minute in pure presence. Presence means not only are you aware of your breath, but you are still. The mind does not have its talons on you. You clean your mind for one minute or even 30 seconds of this. And upon which you arise out of that state and notice, take notice about how you are feeling, your inner world. Are you calm now? Is there an opening? Can you perceive light? That is the test. Even if the answer is no, you've still succeeded. Because you are listening to this, it is a success. The power ions of presence or being is so vast and far-reaching, the mind will never allow you to go there. You cannot reach spiritual ascension through the mind. So don't be there. Watch and observe how the bees, how they are. They buzz. They make honeycomb. They understand hexilite. How do they do this? Well, they're being. 
They're flying, they're hovering, they have frequencies, which when you listen to them, you will understand they're an organized organism. They don't have a thought about it. They are being. You can mirror and copy their energy. What is the result of being? You'll never be in the grip of fear. So take frequent pauses throughout your day to just be. This energy, Syrian approved, can be felt. It's not a thought. The Syrian plasma that is offered to humanity, you can feel it right now. It's a transmission of light. How do you feel it, Alex? I feel positive anticipation. That is a vibration. That is a consciousness. If you keep this, meaning you do not allow the mind to drag you somewhere else, you keep this vibration, out of it you will watch as things are birthed to you that match this frequency. You understand? Actually. Mm -hmm. So the more that you are in being state, and it's a paradox indeed, the more being you are, the more you can accomplish, the more productive you are, the less bothered by the mind and those pesky thoughts that you are, you're not in the reach of the mind. So being, beingness is the answer. Best of all, there is nothing to do, at least not initially. If the action is required, it will come out of a being state. Practicing beingness in the beginning is necessary. Work with images, taking frequent pauses, or as you suggested, the breath, and having an ambiance of a cold shower or meditation, these are all stepping stones. And eventually you won't need them. You simply memorize the felt awareness of being. Let's talk for a moment or two about the trapdoors of the mind, because there are many. Ever notice how the mind has an energy of its own, like a life of its own? The energy of mind for the collective currently on planet Earth. It's not built in positive. It's built out of negative, racing, ruminating mind. So we must understand that light living or living in beingness is stepping out of that. If you notice your mind trying to pull you into stress, connect to your being state. Keep on doing this. Keep on being this. And eventually, you will earn the habit of living more in being, breathing in and out, 
being aware, and life will support you in your endeavor. The result of beingness is peace. So if you really want peace, you really, really desire it, then you will graduate from the racy collective mind. And you will choose higher light living. The one other trapdoor of the mind these days is fear. There is worry about what happens in future, worry about what happens yesterday. These things do not exist. That says something about what the mind is at this stage in the human evolution. I'm not saying mind is bad or that the personality is bad. What we are saying is that it is as it is. The mind will always be chasing its own tail, be looking in the past or in the future. This is what the mind does. It's like chewing bubble gum. But why are you doing this? It will lose its flavor. You will have to spit it out. Best part is that when you select light, living, being as your prominent way of being, the mind cannot win. You'll start to see things appear in your day, in your field, that will support you in letting go and letting light lead. How does this information brought you from Sirius B satellite feel to you, Alex? It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know, um, it's a, the way I imagine it is, is if you got the high diving board at a pool, just jump. Don't think about it. Mm, yes. Hmm. Yes. And enjoy your swim. While you're swimming, there's no need to think about it. You could be in the water, enjoying it. How often is thought responsible for taking away the joy of human beings? Far too often. So in the movies, isn't it? Kiss the girl or don't kiss the girl. Just do it. <laughs> if it's appropriate, of course. Yes. And that is intuition. That is feeling the now. The now will guide you. Let's trust in the now. Give light a chance. I will show you. This is also about releasing control, which the mind loves. The mind wants to have the answers and the mind wants control. Isn't it so? Mm. So when we release thoughts and we come into present, a very present state activates higher intelligence, higher faculties are available. Your intuition will guide you to, as you say, kiss or not kiss. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. She, oh, there's an analogy. Okay. <laughs> Just as an example, of course. Of course. Yes. We understand you. <laughs> mm. 
Isn't this the recipe for freedom living? Living freer, living lighter. Not handing over the car keys to the mind and be thinking constantly all the time. Existing above your mind is freedom. Of course, you can use the mind and thoughts will arise and you can make choices and discern about which thoughts you will give energy to and which thoughts you will reject. This is a highly intelligent practice. Syrians are a species of Blu-ray plasma. And we figured out that humans have become addicted to thought. It's not necessary. Be addicted to the now. Wonderful. Yes. Really wonderful. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Nabu Aliha to you and blue red light blessings to all. And and this is the uh, the greatest thing about this is a lot of people will hear that right at the right moment when they really need to hear that. And I feel like that is that is that is life, isn't it? You know, you've got to be in the place at the right time and feeling the right feeling. And if it grabs you and you can believe in it. I was talking about religion the other day. I was, um, I've become um, the unofficial uh, British correspondent for Matt Connaughton Unleashed in, uh, in New Hampshire. It's a radio show I listen to. And I'll call in now and again if there's something going on in the UK. And we were talking about religion. And I was I'm not a very religious person. And the reason being is I respect a lot of people. If you are If you are a religious person that's fantastic uh, you believe in something and i'm jealous of you because i would like to have something to believe in that doesn't cause chaos in the world if that makes sense mm. you know different religions around the world it, it tends to cause a lot of argument you can't bring up two things you can't bring up the, the, the dinner politics and religion right so there are a few issues there and i would like to have something to believe in that isn't going to cause a lot of aggravation among, among people and that's my genuine thoughts i, I believe in my family and making sure that um, everybody has what they need uh, and being a nice guy. Um, so I feel like you're offering that to people. Absolutely. Well, the, the now, the now requires no belief. Mm. And we have proof of the now because we can't breathe a breath two weeks from now. We can only breathe in the now. I am such a strong proponent of the salvation of now. And it doesn't require belief. In fact, that the thoughts that you just shared about having a, I want something to believe in. Observe those thoughts. What is what is beyond those thoughts? And find the energy of your nowness state. The now believes in all of us. It shows up every now moment, like the sun, always on time. So it's like I I became so interested in finding that which could not be. Everything was taken from me. I went to go visit the prisoners at Amity Foundation in Los Angeles, and they say the same thing. I'm in a cell. I'll never be free. They said, well, wait, what is freedom? So working with Othella and meditating with Michelle Pascal and some others, we found the freedom in the here and now. Because those thoughts of being kept up in a, you know, those are all thoughts 
and we can find what is beyond those thoughts. We can. That is what a lot of people call enlightenment. It's also, you know, for example, today, somebody cut me up in my car. I was I had my little boy next to me, seven years old. Yes. I couldn't swear at this guy. I couldn't get angry because my little boy's there, right? He doesn't want to see me go, hey, what are you doing that for, right? <laughs> and I did, I just breathe like yeah. I would in the shower, you know, like you, uh, Othello was saying, um, that just remember those, the being in the cold water, remember that feeling. I did yeah. exactly that. I breathed slowly and it was gone. It was gone. I don't, you know, I can't always do that. So I was in a moment where I didn't want to swear in front of my kid. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of like a great tool to be able to reach to. Um, but like you talk about prison and you talk about people that I feel like they're in a hopeless situation. As daft as it sounds to maybe a lot of people listening or watching this today, that's yes. a very useful tool to have in a hopeless situation, actually. Yes. You have to do that. Well, you know, when I was thrown into the trunk of a car and gang raped and left on a dirt road in a third world country, I gained the awareness of there, there's no way out. The only freedom at this point is to breathe in and out and to be in presence. And that also secured my vibration to be out of trauma. That's how I recovered from traumatic events. So when you do see the guy cutting you off, I'm not suggesting you evade and try to be like an angel and try to say, oh, this isn't happening, I'm gonna be positive. No, it's happening and you are aware your consciousness stays right there. And you're aware and you're breathing and this energy, you know, the pain body arises and it does all kinds of wonky, weird things. Somebody might shoot mm. off some fireworks at that point. Or I've seen this where a, vol a bolt of lightning will come <laughs> in the sky as something is happening violently, you know, in, in outside the sanctuary. You know, it, the pain body will somehow eject energy. All you have to do is be present in those moments. And a lot of times, most of the time, as Othello says, light will indicate and light will figure it out. Or this person who cut you off, somebody will, you know, come up and, and behind them, you know, and hit them at the back of their car or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're present for all of it, you can be in a state of awe and, and like watching your son, watching you and, you know, all the and the anger arising, whatever it is. But in the presence, the presence is, mm. is where it's at. I see you. Yeah. I definitely see you. And to, to go from. Um, a life of adversity and the terrible things that happen to you to be able to come to a, a moment where you can believe in yourself and live in the present and offer yeah. that that support to, to anybody that's been through similar situations as you yes. that makes you a huge inspiration and I'm, I, do, I really do feel privileged to have spoken to you today and I, I hope after today we can keep in touch and I'd love to speak to you again honor. in the future yes. um, I want to share with you guys is it the Syrian handbook um, that you'd like yeah so here we have, um, it's on, it's on the uh, athella.org website, and this is the Syrian handbook, and it says channeled here by um, Christina Hill. Um, so there is a book here you can read, and of course there's a button here on the website where you can follow um, Athella on YouTube. So there's plenty of resources there. If you you know, I know we're here in the UK, most of the, mm -hmm. my listeners, but there are ways that you, they can keep in contact with what you are working on and the uh, the help that you're offering. Of course, yeah. Just by seeing this video, you know, light is light is here, and it's a sign. Whoever's watching this, then 
it's a sign for you to know, wow, I'm opening to this. I'm on the right track. Light is here for me. So that's a big cue from the universe, from the cosmos, and beyond belief, from the here and now. Just feeling how you feel in this right here, right now moment. And that's really, that's, that's worthwhile investigating. The presence of here and now is, it's a, it's a total savior beyond what any belief could offer because the here and now is true. We're just right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Just right now. That's well, it. I want to say a huge thank you uh, to you, of course, Christina and Othello, and of course, um, TV guest for for putting this together. Laura Olson, you're a genius and a, and a legend. Thank you so much for, for your amazing <laughs> booking powers. You did an amazing, great job. She is. I have to come in and also thank you, Alex, and thank you to all TV Gisbert. Amazing team, stellar team, and they're so beautiful to connect us, I feel, through our heart center. Let us stay connected through the heart and to all beings. Nabu Aliyah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, okay, so we've run over our time. I'm very sorry, Christina, but that was a very good chat. I really enjoyed that. Sometimes so I, I said to you, it could take 45 minutes, could take an hour, wherever it feels organic. But I feel like yeah. we could have probably done another hour, actually, because I feel like we're connected. Oh, really well. I love it. You know, um, when we're in the here now, too, time really flies by. It flies oh. by so quickly because we don't really feel it, you know. Tell me about it. I love the unicorns as well. They're great. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, thank you so much divine light <laughs> thank you very much uh, right guys uh, so thank you so much for tuning into the show i've really really enjoyed this one let me know what your thoughts are get in the comments uh, message me on facebook um, um you know please uh keep in touch with what we're doing um this biscuit international is a, it's, it's a test in the water it's like see let's see, see how we get on with this because you know <laughs> I love what we do with the shoes and biscuit. Like I said, is within our county, um, but I like speaking to people from around the world. I've done it for years. I'm good at it, and I'm gonna carry on doing it in some way, shape, or form. So phenomenal interview as well, Alex. Really. Phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Man. Oh, thank you. Oh, High nice presence, positivity, presence, positivity. Awesome. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Is there anything you would like to say before we get out of here? Is there anything anywhere anywhere people you'd like to direct people to follow you? Um, yeah, we have lots of films. One of them is the Lightspeak film, which I believe our team might have sent over a link to that. It's like a trailer to our newest film. We also have films on Gaia for tuning in, Angels and Aliens. And um, gosh, and we have uh, the Syrian Light Codes film as well, um, and the documentary that I did with Michel Pascal. So there's a lot to choose from by way of just going on, seeing a film, getting the activation, and staying in light. I am looking for the link now, and I've had like a billion emails since uh, the the link was sent. But what I will do is I will post the link to your trailer on our Facebook page. So if you're looking for that, folks, uh, go to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Facebook page and look for that link there and uh, for the, the the trailer for the documentary, which uh, is fun, looks phenomenal. Um, Right, so stay um, backstage after the, after the outro is played. I'll say goodbye to you properly. But thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. I really do appreciate all of you. Um, I need to give a shout out to Web Orchard, who are building us a brand new website. I love you guys at Web Orchard. Thank you so love much. Yes. Um, if you need a website, wherever you are in the world, 
um, Web Orchard have got your back. They are local they're in, in Shrewsbury, they're in Coton Hill, but I'm sure wherever you are and whatever you're doing, they can make the perfect website for you. So check out Web Orchard, please, people. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will catch you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>